the saying, the Christian saying is that we are in the world, but not of the world. We don't belong to the world. We belong to heaven. We belong to the Lord. This is the prayer of Christ at the Last Supper. We're getting to the end of his priestly prayer at the Last Supper. The five chapters of St. John is where it's recorded from 13 to 17. He says, Sanctifica eos in veritate. Father, sanctify them in the truth. The word there is the word for holy, like Holy Spirit. Hagios is the Greek. So, um, holy them, make them holy. The way God is holy, and what's the and holiness actually, you know, it goes right along with what He's saying about not being to being in the world but not of the world um, anymore. Uh, don't belong to the world any more than I belong to the world because the word holiness itself means separate. God God made the world. He's not part of the world. But he becomes part of the world in the person of Christ. But their their creator is not the creation. But now, in the great mystery of the incarnation, he takes our humanity into himself. God is a man, and therefore every man may become God. And that's the, Christ fulfills this prayer by, by his holy sacrifice the next day on Good Friday and, and, and his resurrection and his ascension to heaven. And, and now man is forever united to God from the incarnation to the ascension. And then he sends the Holy Spirit next Sunday. Pentecost is, is when he effects this prayer. He does this prayer. He, he, he prophesies it and he, pray, he asks the Father for it. And then he does it by sending the Holy Spirit as he promised. He sanctifies them in the truth. Keeping them from the perversion of the world. Oh, it's good what St. Paul said in this regard in the first reading. If I can find it. He says, um, he says, stay, keep watch over yourselves. Where is it? Oh, it was, he talks about the perversion of the world, perverting the truth. I heard it. I can't find it because I didn't look for it before. Here we are. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come among you and they will not spare the flock. And from your own group, men will come forward perverting the truth to draw the disciples away from them. That is fulfilled in every age. Some people say it's fulfilled more in our age than in the rest. I don't know. The 11th century was a mess in the church when the barbarians were converting and and the kings of Europe were converting or just converted, but the people had not converted yet. And it was a mess. It was a big mess. Even in the church for two centuries, the popes were corrupt. I mean, look at the writings of St. Peter Damien if you want an insight. He wrote actually, he wrote a, he wrote a letter, a famous letter. It's called, um, oh, what was it? Oh, I forget. Something, something Sodom, something Sodomy or something. You know, it's, it's about the sin of Sodom. 
in the church, in the highest levels of the church. Christ prays against that, and he does it. He makes saints in the world. The Catholic Church makes saints, and that's her business. And it's because it's the work of God. God is doing it. And, and, and this, this prayer that he prays for those 12 apostles in the upper room, it's fulfilled in 11 of them. No, it's fulfilled in all 12 of them because he said, accept the son of destruction. What did he say? Here we are. And I guarded them, and none of them was lost except the son of destruction. The only one that was lost is Judas, the murderer. And all the rest of the 11 are saints, and we have masses for them, and we, and we say mass on their altars. Their holy, bo- their, their holy bodies are destined to be joined with their souls in heaven at the last judgment because they are in heaven. They are our saints.